traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. place and a common children's game called kick the can that will shortly become a refuge for a man who knows he will die in this world if he doesn't escape into the twilight zone all right yep we're here <sighs> yeah i mean well, well, welcome i guess right to to LAW, the Twilight Interview, episode 95, Kick the Can, 321. Yeah. I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Lynx. What's up, guys? Frank, uh, the episode, uh, we texted each other at the same time, kind of like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this episode. It's it's uh, boring. Uh, I really debated, like, I, I honestly was like, I'm not going to watch it, and then I'm just going to record this episode and see if Frank notices. <laughs> but but I was like, no, just, I can't do that. I'm just going to sit there and watch it. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but it's still boring as shit. Yeah, it's got a lot to be desired. It's the, I think this is the first time I'm going to say this on a Twilight episode. It desperately needed a B story. It, the A story cannot support a full episode. It needed something else happening. Yeah. Usually I'm like, they could have done this, just flip this around or, or do this instead. But this one I'm flat out saying, add another storyline because it is just bare bones. Uh, and, and pardon the pun there of these old ass men that are literally a bag of bones. Uh, fucking nothing going on. Like literally, dude, it's just like... Uh... I mean, I really felt bad for him at, in the beginning there when his son came. Oh, yeah. When he does his goodbyes to everybody, he's like, my son's going to take me home. And then he walks by and there's a fucking dead guy on the porch and then gets, <laughs> gets, gets in the car. He's leaving the home with the home for the aged, which is uh, sounds more like a, a modern day thing to say instead of re- retirement home. Like, it's, I don't know. Home for the aged. It just sounds like longer, you know. Was it like Sunny Sunnyville, Sunny Hill, Sunnyvale Rest? Home for the aged. Four seventy eight Tranquility Lane. They put the fucking address on there as if we give a shit. Tranquility. Yep, I get it. You get it. You get it. Should have been like a four seventy eight Nostalgia Avenue. <laughs> Geriatric Court. <laughs> or Canius Kick Lane. <laughs> sounds fucking stupid. Fun Memory Boulevard. How fucking poor you gotta be to reminisce about how great <laughs> the game of kick the fucking can. I have never in my life ever spent a second kicking a can around with ten of my friends and laughing, having a good grand old time. Yeah, my version of this would be throw the rock. 
Because that's what we had. We didn't have cans. Who? Nobody had fucking cans at that time. We, we just pile our rocks right there and we sit there and throw them at stuff. Not cars, but like whatever was there. There's nothing to do when I grew up. So oh, we still never kicked a goddamn can. I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No matter how bored we ever got, it never came down to my dad's got a can. What? <gasps> no shit. Are you serious, Terry? You guys got a fucking can? Why are you just not bringing this up three years into our friendship? <laughs> You're just telling me this now? Well, it's a family heirloom, so I don't know if you, you know, it's in his, it's in his cabinet. He's got it locked up next to the handgun. We could play with that, but the can, the can is obviously what we're after here. So let's grab the can and go and kick it. I could see baseball, <clears throat> even half ball, maybe wall ball. Pretend a pine cone's a grenade. You know, play war, something. A stick is a gun, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, my grandmother, for some reason, planted a lot of crab apple trees. So we used to throw crab apples at each other until we actually hit one another, and then they went crying home because those little things are hard as fuck. <laughs> I always thought a crab apple was a, a horse turd. No, it's just this little hard-ass apple you can't eat. It's because it's, oh. it's not, it doesn't taste good and makes you sick. Never knew that. Good to know. I mean, I've heard of people making <clears throat> a pie out of them. A, a horse shit pie? It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're still talking about the crab apples. Okay. No, no. I was talking about the horse shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my head is spinning right now. I'm sorry. Well, we, my, my, my grandmother called them cow flops. Oh, okay. A little bit different animal, but that's fine. Your grandma seems insane. She was, and she had Didn't... to walk uphill both ways. Yep. Wow, that's uh, bad planning. I don't know why. She lived in the city. That doesn't make any sense. Maybe she climbed up one side of the mountain and then up another mountain the other way and then jumped 800 feet down onto a horse and rode that off? No, no. She jumped 800 feet onto a bike with, oh. with no seat. I was thinking of a horse and like a, was it? Broom Hilda or whatever her name is. And, uh, yep. Again, we're mentioning <laughs> that fucking movie. And the horse like, is she fucking kidding? Farfix yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luger. Yeah. Farfix Luger. Uh, <laughs> so the kid goes, or the old, old man, good God. My head's seriously spinning right now. Uh, the old man goes out to the son's car. He gets in the car, has his fucking suitcase packed, and he's like, so long, suckers, you know, doing his deuces on the way out the door. Gets in the car. They drive all of, I don't know, 14 feet. He stops the fucking car and he's like, Dad, I said I'd come and, and, and pick you up and we, we talk about it. And it's like this awkward scene where the son breaks up with the dad. Yeah. It's like, what did you talk about? Uh, I'm coming home with you. No. I said we would talk about it. I didn't. Well, because I'm a, I'm a pushover cuck and my wife ain't having it. So I couldn't yeah. just say no. <laughs> So I had to pass it through her because I'm a cuck. And she says, yeah, so I feel bad about it because you're my dad and all. But, you know, you're going to stay here in the old folks home, the aged home. And um, I'm going to go back to my wife, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, so I can watch the, the bull come in and rail her. Cause, and I'll sit in the corner and watch. Uh, I'll use the same logic my dad did. Um He's like, well, well, Dad, I'm sorry. I, uh, I know I said I'd, I might take you home, but you know my wife is is family. I can't. I have to listen to family. 
Same legend my dad used when uh, I called him, or he gave me a call once, uh, and, and he's like, oh, I got, I got married, too. I got married a lady. And I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you invite me? He's like, oh, it was just family only. I'm like, what the? And I fucking exploded. And you wonder why I got so mad. <laughs> he didn't get it? Why he got no, so mad? literally said that. And I was like, holy shit. And, and, and I didn't talk to him for a couple of years. That's sad, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fucking ridiculous logic. It's like, well, think about what you just said. Um, I, 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 I can relate. I can relate. I, I, I went through something similar. Uh, you know, I had a similar conversation with him. Yep. Dads are fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found out speak- he was a big cokehead, and he's like, well, you smoke weed. I'm like, I don't think it's the same ballpark. No, not even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the dad, oh, sorry, the, the son in this, he says he can't go home with his son because his wife is having a second child here soon. And I'm like, that's when most people would like the grandparent around. I thought the same thing. Like, don't you need a babysitter then? I mean, he ain't got a I mean, he's a, he's a little too old to watch after a baby. But he could help out with like. He didn't seem that old to me. He's not right now, but in a year and a half, he's gonna really decline here. Yeah, but for that first year and a half, you you got a babysitter. Yeah, either they don't way, go to school yet? It's yeah. It seems like just having another hand around the house uh, it just would help out. I don't know. It's another mouth to feed. Yeah, there must be something going on. I think the, he must have been like a, a sexually abusive father. I don't know. <laughs> like this kid, this kid clearly doesn't want him around. He mentions the fact. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm crying. He mentions the fact that he uh, has a daughter as well, and he doesn't mention going home with her. So he he just seems like a bad dad. Yeah, you know they're, they they put him in this home, and they're hoping he dies soon because they need that inheritance money. But if he has the money then it's not really another mouth for them to feed because he can feed himself. So I don't think he has shit. That's why he's at Sunnyvale. I know. Yeah, with the rest of the 20 of them. (laughs) Good God. They they all sleep in the same room like fucking hamsters. Whenever I see communal (laughs) sleeping arrangements, it always reminds me of Peter Pan and bums me the fuck out. And, you know, not for nothing, but not every single human being asleep snores, okay? No, they all do the... Like that thing in the feather floats up and down. Yeah, it's a it's all a cartoon. <laughs> Does it? Didn't it seem like these kids? Because the beginning of this, let's get into it. I guess these old people are watching. He he gets dropped off, but he gets broken up with by, by his son, and he walks across the street and sees these kids playing hide and seek, and the fucking kids counting by fives. What fucking psychopath kid does that? Um, and then he steals the children's can, and I'm like. It seems more like they're playing. I thought kick the can was literally just kicking a can around. It seems more like they're playing hide and seek. I think, yeah, and it's almost like uh, it's like hide and seek with a can. Yes, it, it like somehow like shoehorned into hide and go seek, which I don't know how that works. I don't know how hide and go seek translates into a group of them kicking a fucking can. It's basically we did it with like home base type of thing. Yeah, the like, big like electrical the box. Yeah, the big electrical box, the car, the tree. Someone's you put porch. your hand on the tree. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. porch is usually the go-to because you can't. You can stand on it. You're clearly there. Yep. The uh, the can. That's what they're using the can as a as a home base. It makes a noise, I guess. So that's how you prove it. 
Um, but when they show them kicking it, it's all of them, and they're like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh my shin! Ow, you you missed and kicked my shin!" Ow. Yeah, that's what kick the can is supposed to be kicking a can around. Yeah, I mean the name says it's all, you know. Yeah, it, this is hide and seek. This is bullshit. Uh, hey, 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 Mister, we're playing with that. I thought you were playing hide and go seek. I'm sorry. I like the fact that he doesn't acknowledge them at all during the scene. <laughs> well, he just got broken up with by his own son, so yeah, he's, he's heartbroken. He's he's gonna find a yeah, you know, and fuck those old people talking shit afterwards. All I, I knew it, <laughs> fucking yeah, loser, catty bitches. I know. I was so mad. I'm like these fuck, and then the tattletale best friend of his. The one lady on the porch looked like she was like, oh, poor guy, <laughs> like poor Charles. But the rest of them are just like, you fucking believe this guy got broken up with by his son? That's sad. <laughs> mine won't call me. <laughs> I I smothered mine to death. <laughs> oh, childhood. Uh, wipe I, that off the map. I, I just <laughs> I, I just loved the attention that everybody gave me. So you know, everyone I had, I always I, I just killed. I just like to cut the branches off the family tree that are below me. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> Such a fun game. Yep, yep. It's yet another episode where Rod steps out of the fucking bushes like a real creeper. And <laughs> does his intro. What the fuck is, what is with that? I brought it up like a year ago, and he's done it like seven times since then. Real Martian, please stand up. Uh, it just pops in my head right away. Yeah, and then the, uh, the one in Japan with the... Uh, he switches bodies. Yeah. They're in the Philippines. And he switches that one. He steps out of the bushes, which that one kind of makes sense. I, get I don't know that. why he's. But that one. What was the one where he's standing behind half a bush? <laughs> I, awkwardly. Yeah. Well, he didn't have any pants on that day. <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting I'm not putting on the fucking pants. <laughs> that fucking actress from um, from that horrible episode that we just did a few a few back. um uh, in the bunker down in the uh, final. Show. Oh yeah, the teacher. Yeah, yeah, that was her getting that, uh, getting that role for. Yeah. Oh, that's obviously. So yeah, so this is on, on camera. Yep, yep. Hey, it's Rod. You, you he was a busy guy. Like, I, like I've been quoted as saying, uh, "You can't fake suck a dick." <laughs> so she can fake act. She's not a good actress. She can't. She can't pretend to be a teacher for her to save her life. She can suck a dick. You can't fake that. You either do it or you don't. Oh, well, I'll put the cock in my mouth. <laughs> Ding! That's the elevator button. Oh, good God, she's terrible. Um, oh, ring a dick. Fucking Christ. So he goes inside. He starts talking with his buddy. Uh, they talk about all he's doing for the next 20 fucking minutes is talking about how great kicking a can was and how youthful it was. The magical rejuvenation of kicking a can. And then uh, he's like, nothing could stop a kid from kicking a can. And, and uh, Oh, the, the, the most insane uh, line of it. <laughs> go ahead. I know you want to say that one. Uh, I, I got it right here. It's, it's the most oh, insane good. fuck line in this entire episode, dude. They got playgrounds. They got homes. It's the grass, Ben. Kids can't resist going where the grass is. It's like he's selling us yeah. Doesn't it sound like an advertisement? Kids can't resist the magical sensation of grass. <laughs> I mean, kids can't resist going where grass is. Aren't kids little boys? These are all little boys. Aren't they kind of known for playing in the dirt? 
Um, yeah, yeah, uh, well, you know, yeah. That's a saying, like kids are rolling around the dirt. Sure. And mom has to clean it up. I, I've never heard, oh, he's getting all dirty on that grass again, but you know kids and no. grass. That happened in the 90s with Tide commercials, like, you got to get those grass stains out. And the mom's cleaning up like six soccer players who apparently all of her fucking kids play soccer. The most boring goddamn thing you could ever play, even worse to kick the can. I'd rather kick a can than, than watch soccer. What's the difference, um, really? <laughs> God, nothing. A uh, bunch of assholes chasing something around with their feet. Good God. And then, uh, so <laughs> the guy's like, nothing can stop a kid from kicking a can. Like, they always do it. They'll always do it. I'm like, video games pretty much killed it. Hell yeah. Yeah. The video game killed the can kicker star. Video games killed, yeah. kicked the can. Star. Star, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, boy. Yeah. What, what we need to rehearse. What was the first video game you ever uh, played? Um, Pickaxe Pete. It was like on the Was that Cleco Jaguar. Jaguar, I think. Oh, wow. The Jaguar. Right on. Yeah. Loves to play with his Jaguar. Yeah. Me! <laughs> yep. That's pretty so, much it. I hate that song. It's only... It's never a big fan of that song. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Let's just what's, wrap what's it. I don't... Let's just keep going. I want to just get this over with. We just uh, we just did this with McGrew, <laughs> and we turned yeah. it into an hour somehow. And, and this time, I'm not doing that. We're not doing that for this episode. We're um, only 20 in. We get into a whole like fucking chicken or egg scenario because the old guy's like, you ever notice when kids are out there and they stop kicking the can, they immediately start to grow old. I'm like, no, because no. if you see a 22 year old out there kicking a can, you think he's slow. Yeah, there's something. Something's wrong with Timmy. Why? Still kicking that can. 43, and he's still kicking a can with kids. He's clearly molesting these children. Can we do anything about him? Take him out back and shoot him like Georgie? Can we do fucking anything? It's, it's, does this guy really think this is how this works? I mean, clearly it ends up being right, which if you don't view this whole episode as this guy's dying dream, then it's right. I want to know why. All of them but the one guy. Apparently his best friend. I thought he would run out there and then kick the can once. It seemed like he'd at least do a leg sweep and try to hit the can before the kid grabbed it at the end. <laughs> and be like, ah, I'm a part of this too. I'm young now. Uh, why, why didn't the kid at the end know who he was? The kid looked at him like he molested him. Like, who the fuck are you? It's like he ran into his old priest. Yeah. He's just like, Oh, my God, he's right there. Father Timothy, oh, my God. And then he just runs away. Ah! What the shit is that? Yeah. So weird. It really was, dude. And And It didn't help that Randy kept going to the child, take me with you, take me with you. Yeah, a little bit too late, dude. You already, like, ratted me out and shit, so we had to run. And now you want to come? Too late. Yeah. You're going to be old and we're young again. I don't know how long it's going to go on. Eventually, yeah. they need to eat Is or that something. Apparent, I guess so. Or hey, they have next another eighty years to do it all over again. But hey, eighty years from now, they start kicking that goddamn can around again. Or they just die because clearly they don't retain their their memories. 
Apparently not. They have no fuck clue why they're there. They, you know, it, yeah. I like to think of the aftermath of episodes like this. Just think of what would happen because the the guy that the what's his what's his job title the superintendent he uh, he's going to have to explain to somebody the the families the authorities what the fuck happened on his watch how all the old people under his care except for one narc all disappeared in the middle of the night at three in the fucking morning and then the the families are going to be like what the fuck happened they're going to search for their dad they're never going to know what happened to their parents they're they're there are 15 kids hanging out there with nowhere to go, no family. So those are fucking orphans right there because they don't, they don't retain their memories. So they're in the system now. It's just a, honestly that they were just better off just dying soon. As far as society goes. It would be funny if, if uh, I, what was his name? Mr. Cox, which is funny. Um, if he calls up, you know, the, the uh, dude's son, who disowned him? It's done. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> I just got paid thirteen times by thirteen families. Fuck you, right? Exactly. I have to do a thing. I'm not gonna look for him. Fuck him. Yep, I totally got the incinerator working. Yep, that's up and running. So don't worry about it. You're not gonna find those bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and if a kid shows up at your house saying he's your dad, it's he's crazy kids. He's kid. It's a new prank. The kids are doing, <laughs> uh, I mean, I've often thought if I was a serial killer, I would just kill really old people. So they just thought it was like, you know, they, they wouldn't question it much. Well, all the biggest serial killers in the world, like in actuality are people who are like nurses. Cause they, hundreds of people, hundreds. And, and some of them even like thousands. Cause you just don't know. Or, or yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I, especially like if you're in like a real bad part of town, and there's a lot of homeless people that come in. No families to look at, check in on. I don't know what happened. I mean, we don't have any chart on him. No prior history. He's a bum. You know, he probably drank too much or something, or maybe he yeah. ate a maybe he ate a bad shoe. I don't know. The only downside is if you're a serial killer, you can't do anything too crazy. You're really stuck to like three different methods. Well, I think killing a human being is pretty crazy enough. Yeah, but if you want to get adventurous, you, know, you gotta, you can't do it there. You gotta, you gotta reach out. You yeah. know, it's you gotta, can have a program alone. I, I mean, you know, I was just saying, if you know, if I was, I'd go after the. Oh, easy. oh, I would go I, after I the. Giving, easy. I was giving advice. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm just yeah, saying, if 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 I were to do it and try to get away with it, I would I would go after the easy prey that nobody would think uh, uh foul play was was afoot yeah that's a more than methodical one unfortunately most male serial killers because all of them are male also have that like sexual component to it so they want to like, strangle the you know 22 year old co-ed uh, well it's still old people i mean you know they might be like a desert down there but that's what you know loops for maybe they're not into them though well, you got to think about the serial killer, okay, Frank? Okay, but then again, Uma Thurman was a desert too because she was in a coma and she was young. Yeah, I mean, Buck was explicitly there to fuck. He just had to have the Vaseline. Fuck yeah. And, and you that, think he was a rapist that, first, mm. or he became a rapist because he realized his name rhymed with the word fuck? My name is Buck. You know, um, both, both. 
Just a coincidence, I think, but he went with it. Originally, his birth name was Keith, and he's like, "I'm Keith. My name's Keith. I'm here to thief." And he's like, "Nah, I'm, I'm gonna move on. I gotta change my name. I use my middle name, Buck. What can I do with that name? Ooh, I can <laughs> suck. Boy, I don't want to suck anything. I could, I could drive truck. No, no. Well, oh, he did. Oh, oh, he, did. Uh, he did the pussy wagon. That's true. Ah, the pussy wagon." I cannot do accents. You are all over the board, and <laughs> you're throwing darts blindfolded right now. Just anywhere but bullseye. The way he said that was hysterical. <laughs> Let's get back into this so we can get out of here. Um, all right. So um, the old man wants to find magic and be young again. Yeah, his speech is basically a suicide note to his friend. It, it just, you know, I got the metaphor, and it was way, like... It Over, was, overstated? Oh, my God, was it so hamstrung. It was about seven to eight minutes of him talking about the same thing over and over. I, he was, and I, look, he was so adorable, he was. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that. But and then the ending was so just cliffhangery as fuck. It's like you're gonna end on that. Yeah. Why the, was this I just a good realized, episode? I just realized that the the friend narked on him twice. I know. Because the first time he goes to the doctor and he's like, "Hey, Charlie's acting like a fucking lunatic. Can you go ahead and, and deal with that?" And the oh. doctor's like, the doctor seems like he's like seven years younger than the patients. I know. And he's like, I've been here since I was 34. Now I'm 43. I'm like, you are not a 43-year-old, sir. No way. Did you look I looked it up? It up. He's, he's 55 ah. in this episode. Of course I looked it up, Frank. Um, but he looks like he's in his 70s. That guy is aged. He looks like he belongs at the home for the aged. <laughs> he's really there with them, but... They're a little bit older than him, so he just told them that he's the guy, you know. Yeah, it it was like when you have, when you go to college and you're in a dorm, and one of those other students is an RA. It was like that because it was like one of the the people who live in the home just became the superintendent, and that's what he does. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting method of running this place. Okay, uh, nope. What's State's an R- What's an RA? Uh, resident assistant. Like they, they're like they kind of maintain the dorm and you know keep order. And honestly, you just buy drugs from them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's pretty much what you do. Um, what kind of anyway, drugs? Uh, whatever you need. There are is. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> <know. for> <laughs> on, right. Fair enough. Sorry, sorry. No, it's just like students that are kind of get. It's kind of like a pay position, um, and you just kind of are in charge, not like of law, but you're kind of trying to maintain stuff. You, you basically, you're the narc. You're, you're, you're the narc there. You're the, yeah. Right out the, kids. the dude runs through a sprinkler and his best friends right there t- telling on him. And they're going to, it, it's so insane to run through yeah. a fuck sprinkler in the summer. That's what kids do. To be yeah. fair, he's running through it in like pants in a, in a, Long sleeve shirt. He and <laughs> and it's not much of a sprinkler, honestly. It was like slowly pissing on him, basically. It was like f- three little streams that were like, oh, 
Yeah. Like a mister, a little spray bottle would have more water hitting you. <laughs> All it was doing was like kind of dampening the, the bottom part of his pants, maybe his shoes. I've never ran through that, that twisty sprinkler, even when it had some serious power going. You always got the big, like a, like a, like a, like a wave almost, goes back yeah. and forth. Yeah, those are the good ones. Or you can go to like a cornfield, but those things will take your fucking head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are made to shoot. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, all over they, the place. <laughs> they Just like me. They made it sound like he was running, like he popped the off a, a fire hydrant but he's just standing over a loose sprinkler and he's not like doing cartwheels through it and like fucking somersaults and backflips he's just like puts his leg over one side puts it back in the other playing fucking hokey pokey with the goddamn water that's all he's doing and then Very he's like gay. Whoop, whoop. and they're like oh my god charles you're insane you madman yeah we need act- to fry his brain they're acting like he's just sitting there jerking off <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> waving at cars. <laughs> like that's how they treated him. Like he's just walk running through a sprinkler, fellas. Well, sort of. He's he's prancing in a circle around the sprinkler. Yeah, and the actor himself didn't want to hurt himself, so he's literally just like <laughs> moving his foot. That's literally all he's doing. And he's like, "This is fun, yeah." I'm trying to enjoy literally my last thirty days on Earth. Really? We and they're like, "You need to go back in there and stare at the wall till you die, sir." It's not even like a midlife crisis. It's a, I guess the end of life crisis. <laughs> yeah, which I can understand having a crisis about that. Sure, they made it sound like he was. They were waking up in the middle of the night, and he was sitting on the perched up on the foot of their bed, staring at them and like carving their names into his arm. They made him sound like dangerous and like a psychopath. Instead, he's just like, I'm trying to have a little fun. We, I just want to be young again. I want to go kick some aluminum around or tin, whatever they made of. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, that, you know, just live life to the fullest, I say. Yep. Well, psychopath Charlie. And then, uh, yeah, he decides he's going to go for it. He starts waking up with his friends in the middle of the night. They all wake up and, like, get off my porch mode. <laughs> like, the one guy's, like, an <laughs> angriest face ever. Because he, he shakes him so aggressively. He doesn't go, like, tap, tap, tap. He goes, <laughs> like, Jesus, what? Death, I'm sorry. I'll go with you. He, uh, he he tiptoes over to them, make goes real quiet, and then <laughs> <laughs> rattles the fuck out of them. Yeah, maybe he's tried to wake them up before, and that's the only way he could do it. Well, they're old people, you know. They're on a lot of medication. Yeah, they, they just wake him out of a, a, a fucking drunken slumber or pill popping slumber. Oh, both. Yeah. Peach, yeah. peach schnapps and, pa- and painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> Great combination. The, the best peas. Yeah. Yeah. And he shakes him awake and then he wakes everybody up with their friend, his friend. And then they drink, you know, decides he's going to take him downstairs and they're going to go play the, kick, kick the can at three in the morning. And um, they all go downstairs. And then for no reason, he goes back upstairs to wake up his friend. Now that they're all downstairs, and then he wakes him up, and he's like, "I'm not fucking doing that. Get the fuck off my bed." And then he's like, "You're crazy." And I'm old and tired. Touch. So are you. They have that that whole spiel that goes on for way too long. Yeah, another Again. full monologue. Yeah, of the same fucking thing. Hey, hey, guess what he's gonna go do now? Kick a can. Kick a goddamn can. That's three words. How many times do you have to say it? Good God. 
Yeah. Ah. And and then, you know, oh my God, Mr. Cox, from the second floor all the way to his front door. And then yep. this guy Cox, instead of going, dude, you're a nut. Just let him go. If they're, if they're going to go kick a fucking corn can around, let him. Instead, he's like, oh, shit. Thanks for letting yeah. me know. Let's get these fuckers. <laughs> so many questions in this whole sequence here. A, why is Mr. Cox in his office, in his work attire at 3 o'clock in the goddamn morning? What it's, the fuck? How like hard is that there. job? How hard could it be? Yeah, and, and then why is the nurse there if they're all sleeping? Yeah, that's that's question number two I had. Why is there a night nurse slash guard at the fucking front door? And then uh, question three, why are there no disabled v- elderly people here? They're all able-bodied. They can get out of the house and kick a can. Not one person in a wheelchair. No not kids. one person that lost a leg in a fucking war. This is <laughs> 1962. Yeah, for real. None of them. They all fought in the war. World War One. <laughs> yes, World War One. None of them are, are are crippled or anything like that. They're they're all like, yeah, that's fine. We'll get up at three in the morning. All right, let's go do it. Let's sneak past the fucking night nurse guard, and and, and tiptoe out of here like it's fucking Hogan's Heroes. Let's go outside and we're gonna kick a goddamn can because that's a great idea right now. Where'd they get the fireworks from? <laughs> I don't. He they they shoehorned in a, a mention of it before. Mr. Cox, like, I, you know, I caught him lighting off fireworks before. Holy shit. And they only said that so they could do that here. I didn't catch that, by the way. Yeah. It, uh-huh. It's so stupid. Instead of just turning on a TV and cranking up the volume, which would have been easier, yeah. it made more sense. And it's like, and the way they did it, it's like, they're all hanging over this, this, this balcony, staring at the night nurse. And it's like, <laughs> night nurse head, them. Night nurse head, them. <laughs> Night nurse head them, night nurse head them, and then they look at him, and then throws out the window. Like holy shit, what were you waiting for? She didn't move. It's not like they were waiting for her to change positions. She's reading the paper the whole time. Like what were they waiting for? Okay, wait a minute. She's still reading. She's still reading. Wait, wait. She turned the page. Do it. Do it. It's like, yeah, it's like they were waiting for the noise of that loud noise of her turning the page to cover up their tracks. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like Shawshank Redemption where he's slamming the rock into the, into the pipe <laughs> with the lightning. <laughs> like that sort of thing. <laughs> like, so fucking stupid. Uh, another question about this whole sequence. Why are they imprisoned? I don't know. They're free people. She's a fucking night nurse. They're like, yo, we're going to go out front and hang out because, you know. It's whatever. Okay. There's, there's 15 of them. Walk the fuck out of there. There's one night nurse and one Mr. Cox. The end. Just they give can't me, stop all of you. Give me a yell if one of you dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm required to try to bring it back to life. I don't know why. Bring the dead bell. Should have been a coroner there. No, not a nurse. Ooh. I swear to God, they have incinerator in this building. Ah! Why are they imprisoned? Why are they imprisoned, Frank? I don't understand this. They didn't set up any of that. Like... It's a it's government not a building. Fuck. It's what? It's a, it, it's you know it's government old people. They're gov- are, are they fucking aliens? Is, there, is this the the CIA? What? No, but if you come to th- come to think of it, there was another episode of uh, the radio about the radio. Yeah, static. That's it. Static. That was like a halfway house. Yeah, but same thing. They still acted sort of like they were imprisoned. Sort of, you know. Not as bad as this one, though. No. This one, they literally were like. Hijinks like to 
It reminds me like T2, like Terminator 2, when Sarah <laughs> Connor has to get out of there. And she has to, like, stab the guy with a fucking, was it a spoon? <laughs> like, like this crazy shit. Like, she's actually held captive. This is ridiculous. So it's like, hey, night nurse, fuck you. I'm walking out of here. Okay. She would not have put that magazine down or even looked away. The night nurse catch ups, catches up to them. They're kicking the can. She takes the one guy, breaks his fucking arm. You have a <laughs> 1,226 bones in your body. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. pretty, yeah, pretty much. But that, but, and, and that's right after the night nurse came up and licked fucking Charlie's face. <laughs> God. Uh, I love this you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Connor's a badass. I love when they're doing the interview with her, with that, with that dude from, uh, isn't that the same guy from uh, Die Hard 3? Um, psychiatrist? No, it might not be. It looks very similar to him. Uh, no, it's a, different, it's a different actor. I just, I just pictured them both in my head. Okay. No. Moving on. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm out of notes, Frank. I don't give a shit about the rest of the episode. They, they go out there, kick a can, turn to children. The fucking narc comes down, doesn't turn into a kid. The kids walk off after staring at him. Speaking of T2, remember when uh, it was showing, they were showing Sarah Connor uh, talking on, on video and he pauses it and she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> but in, in Terminator Frank 1, did a scary face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, Come on, guys. It's T two. If you haven't seen it, where the fuck you been? Uh, but Terminator one, that was Reese. They paused it at the same. Reese is like, ah, you know, and it was like the same exact pose. It was. I thought it was very. Uh, uh, I caught onto that. Did you? No, I, I've only seen Terminator one like maybe five times. Okay, fair enough. I've seen Terminator 2, like, I don't know. I can't even count how many times, but... I saw it five times it, in the theater when it was out. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Terminator 2, though. What was your favorite part? Um, I always liked the part with a Wolfie. <laughs> where he, he killed the step-parents. <laughs> Just, he's like, how's Wolfie? <laughs> Wolfie's <laughs> great, son. Your parents are dead. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great miming too, by the way. Arnold yeah. nailed that. <laughs> well, or the kid, it was the, the other way around. Well, yeah. the kid nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The kid nailed that, and then did nothing else for the rest of his life. <laughs> I know. God, I said good God like fifty times in this episode. I don't, what else is there to say? That's it. End of episode. Bye. Uh, outro. Yeah. It's, commercial. Commercial. Oh yeah. Commercial. Commercial. And we're back. Right on. Check clear. That was a great, right great commercial. Uh, uh, yeah. Whatever Arby's, that was. It's not was, food. It's that Arby's. Love it. Great. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a can, a can company. Ooh, I like Hormel. I like that. Goya. is a Goya, Goya. can. Ooh, you know, yeah, they're very big. You know? Aren't they? They're, they're Jewish though, right? I don't know if I could do that. It's Mexican, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm so sorry. I was thinking of, <laughs> I was thinking of Goyim. Um, nice try. <laughs> yeah, fail. Yeah. Sunnyvale Rest, a dying place for ancient people who have forgotten the fragile magic of youth. 
A dying place for those who have forgotten that childhood, maturity, and old age are curiously intertwined and not separate. A dying place for those who have grown too stiff in their thinking to visit the Twilight Zone. Can you say a dying place yeah. one more time, Rod? <laughs> oh, you, you woke me up there, sorry. That's okay. Hey, God. Uh, in case you're wondering. These people are dying. Mr. Serling. Next week on the Twilight Zone, we roll in a musical instrument purchased in this store. Now there are pianos store. and pianos, but this one was manufactured in our own very strange, unpredictable factory. It comes to you via the typewriter of Mr. Earl Hamner. Oh. And it boasts a collection of oddities and oddball doings. Next Where week, you can roll up the rug as we bring you a piano in the house. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, what, what type of slice of Appalachian shit is this one going to be now? From our buddy Earl Hamner Jr. We're gonna hear some fucking harmonica. Can't wait. Oh, I, woman, you tickle me. <laughs> I'm amazed he didn't say uh, what she always does. And this piano wasn't made in a, made in a Noma factory. It was made in the Twilight Zone, like that thing he always does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he probably won the intro to it though. I don't remember this next one coming up either. Here do I. So I'm gonna be surprised. I I I I didn't like I didn't remember the Rance McGrew one before and as I was watching it, it all kind of came back. I was like, "Oh, okay. I just never knew the name of it." So it'll probably be like that like, "Oh, yeah, right." But I remember that one pretty well. Um Rance. Yeah, it's like Unfortunately. I'm trying to think, wasn't there another episode that dealt with a piano, but no. I know there was trumpets twice so far. But I think this is the first time he piano. Earl Hamner really liked to just steal people's ideas and then change some things around. He really, yeah, sucked. <laughs> oh, and then after that, another Earl Hamner Jr. Myrtle Bank. Oh yeah, last right, Jeff Myrtle Bank. I, I actually like him with that one actually. Me too. I like that episode. Yeah, but then, hey, Earl Hammer Jr., what does he do? Takes that and does Jezebel. It's the same fucking episode, almost. With the same actor. Wee doggy. You know what we got coming up here? Uh, within the next ten or so, I forget which one it is, uh, To Serve Man. Fuck yeah. We got that one. Um, Guy has a great voice. Love his voice. Which one? The main character. Okay. Codebreaker, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we got that to look forward to. Uh, that's about it. Please eat your food. Oh, God. And we have all of the ones featuring a uh, ventriloquist dummy coming up. I think there's three of them. Far too many ventriloquist episodes. And and they're all almost the same, right? Yeah. And then if you add in Talking Tina, we, we got f- like three or four episodes coming up about fucking dolls. Oh, is Talking Tina coming up? Uh, I think it's a season five one, but it's... Oh. I'm saying I look. I just made a list today of all the episodes that are you know that we still have to do, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a long list. Yeah. Well, we're over the halfway mark. Really? Yeah, because season four is only eighteen episodes because they're the hour ones. Well, we still got to go back and do seasons ones. Uh, yeah. The rest of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, well, the, the next two on the dog is, is, is it's, uh, oh, yeah, I already said it. It's Myrtle Bank, and then it's the piano in the house or some shit. Piano in the room? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Piano in the house? I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. 
let's do plugs. Let's let's not do this kick the can anymore. Nope. I'm glad it's over. See, aren't you happy that we got through this and it's just over and, we, and you don't have to think about it for a week? <laughs> Next we, week. we could be done with it if you do your plugs. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at uh, DoubleLNKZ on Twitter. RedDragonsRadio.com for all my goodness of pod. All my pod. All my good pod. <laughs> go get go get his pod all over you. Uh, me, LAWstudios.com. Loitering Wonderland on YouTube. Loitering Wonderland at gmail.com. What? Th- that's a thing. No. I can't even feign enthusiasm for this, this episode. I, I just have nothing left. Go kick the can and kick this episode and kick the shit out of the writer and, and fuck this episode. And we still have to watch it again, Frank. Do you realize that? When we do the Twilight Zone movie, we have to watch Kick the Can again. Uh, I, Steven Spielberg looked at all the episodes and he's like, yep, that's the episode I want to direct. Kick the, kick can, the can and the and the Jappy War one. Okay. I mean, at least he got fit. You know, twenty thousand nightmare, twenty thousand feet in there, which was the only really good part of the movie, I think. Um, I like the the one you mentioned, the other one, uh, the John Land, John Landis directed one with Vic Morrow. I like that one. I I really need to watch it again. I think I Kick don't the remember. Can it. Is is fucking? I think they even put it last. If I'm if memory serves me correct, so they decided to end on that note. Hmm. No shit. Yeah. Did they follow it to the word? Did he did he follow the base material or did he It's way too similar. Really? It is. It's 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 pretty faithful. It's not like that one with a uh they changed that one up enough where they should have. I mean like, you know, Nightmare Twenty Thousand Feet was pretty goddamn faithful, I gotta admit. Yeah, and that one's awesome too, because you got Jan Lin- John Lane or John Lithgow freaking out. It's great. He did. It. He killed it. Yeah. I mean, personally, I wish they would have got, I don't know, Shatner. He was still acting at that point. Maybe he didn't want to. I don't know. Maybe not. I guess not. But um, it's Spielberg. I'm sure money and Spielberg would have swayed him. I don't know. But then again, Shatner is a weird bird. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know who directed that episode, that part. I think it might have been. A, I know John Joe Dante was involved. Maybe he did that one. Didn't Lithgow have something uh, a lot to do with that? I think I thought. I don't know. I mean, I know he's you know basically Shatner in it, but eh, who knows? You know, you never know. Gotta look that stuff up. But hey, we'll find out when we do the movie, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. But but you know yeah. Uh, but first, oh, you know oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's hear that. We really okay. need to. Radio Free Europe needs your help to fight communism. Give now to Radio Free Europe. So make sure you do that because we, so, so we got to beat those commies. Go to LAW Studios, click on the microphone at the top of the webpage, and uh, donate to Radio Free Europe. And uh, if you use a promo code LAW, we'll get some credit for that. So I appreciate it. It, it, got, it helps us keep the lights on. And, and keep communism out of Europe. Yes, guys, it's it, it's becoming an epidemic. We gotta we gotta save them, Mister Putin. Tear down that wall. <laughs> oh, good guy. Let's get out of here, Frank. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix Westquire. <laughs> I'm Frank Clementine. Links. Squeeze, squeeze. 
So long, citizens.